Okay, we should be live. So let me pull up the chat. <clears throat> so we'll give it. So we about 7.04, 7.05. That is started a minute late, so. Sounds good. And then we already got three viewers. Fantastic. All right. For the, the viewers out there, is the background music too loud at this point in time? Because I can, I can turn it down. I just didn't want it to be awkward silence there uh, <laughs> while we wait. Um, but we will get started here very shortly. I just want to get the stream filled up. So I do appreciate the three of you that have hopped in here. I know we're, we're a minute late. I do apologize. Oh, Mr. Stillwell, thank you, sir. It's is perfect. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll have, we'll have Lane here and then Jace will join us around 7.30 and then, uh, there may or may not be a few more shows rolling in here or not, but, uh, we're, we're uh, excited. You know, it's, it's spring ball time. Uh, I'm, I know Lane's probably excited to actually get out there on the field and not just have to hit weights and workouts every time. So, you know, um, <laughs> little reverb. Okay. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. We'll get about another minute or so. Let them get in here. Uh, we'll go ahead and get it going. Be cognizant of everybody's time. I know it is a Tuesday night. So um, I'm joined again by a returning guest here at University of Central Oklahoma Senior Center, Lane Grantham. Lane, thank you again for taking time out of your uh, spring camp to come on and talk to us. I guess just start by telling the, the listeners out there, the, the viewers, how's camp going for you? Yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. it's going really well. Um, we're seeing a lot of the uh, mid-year transfers, um, getting to see what their um, talents are and watch them display those. And, you know, we're really happy with those guys and then getting um, some guys that um, had opportunities to play last year at an early age. They're kind of coming into their own and um, just solidifying them themselves uh, in their, whatever position they play. So it's been a good camp so far. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and we're just, you know, steadily improving each day. So you can't ask for much more. Uh, and from an offensive line point of view here, I, I know last year there, there was some inconsistencies there. Do we do we, we feel like the, the line is in a better spot now than maybe it was, say, this time last year, this time at the end of season, given you all returning the bulk of the starters from last year? Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing is just maturity. Um, we had a lot of young guys play last year. Um, it's funny, they all refer to me as like the grandpa and I'm only 22 in comparison to guys that I've seen rolling here that are, you know, 25, 26. But, um, you know, it's it's been a good uh, maturation period. Um, guys just getting stronger in the offseason, faster, um, had a really good offseason. And then, uh, yeah, just guys being more comfortable in the playbook too is a big one, um, kind of our full year with Coach Doral and how he likes um, practices to run, how he wants, you know, technical things done. So um, I think guys are making a 
huge step on the offensive line just because of, you know, maturity and just the time they've been um, involved with um, the playbook and all that. So. Uh, and and you, you 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 touched on the on on the playbook. Now, I mean, from an offensive line standpoint, I think kind of gets lost in the shuffle that you all also have to learn the playbook. You have to learn when to block, where to block. So that comfort level now, do you think that that's going to help you all not think as much? Maybe kind of react more than think about it and then react. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with the playbook is, um, you know. Obviously, we introduced it last spring and then, you know, felt pretty comfortable um, in any program. Guys pick up on things at their own pace. So, um, you know, that's obviously a learning curve no matter what. But I think the biggest thing is that with the playbook being able, you, like being in it for a whole year is guys are asking like really good questions now. Um, we're watching old game film. We're watching practice film. And we're talking about stuff that we haven't talked about since Coach Doyle has been here. Um, and I think that just goes along with guys are maturing, understanding the game more, and we're able to take the punch to them now instead of kind of, I felt like, you know, it makes sense, but we simplified a lot of stuff being in a new offense and all that, but I feel like we're able to take that next step, which is what Coach Doyle has talked about all offseason, uh, and we're just taking everything to the next step, you know, our, our fits, run fits, pass fits, um, understanding of the game, um, hustle, just things like that. So I think that um, will allow us to be able to take the punch to more teams instead of kind of like, okay, um, sitting back, um, just filling out the game. I feel like we're going to be able to start a lot, um, a lot more hot. So. Uh, and and I know you, you mentioned that some guys that haven't played yet, maybe some wrestlers, some young guys that have, have really looked good so far. So who who are some names that come the 28th fans can kind of look out for in that in that spring game? Yeah, so, I mean, shoot, there's a bunch that pop off. Um, I mean, Jack Puckett is a big one, uh, linebacker from Bigsby. He probably would have played for us last year, but he had uh, appendicitis in fall camp, which sidelined him for a couple months. Um, but he's really – he took on a huge leadership role in the offseason in the winter. And I mean, it's just showing right now. He's playing at a really high level. Um, and then uh, let's see who else. Um, offensively, uh, Cayman Bradford. He's uh, on the offensive line. He's doing a lot of really good stuff right now. He's understanding the playbook, and um, I think it helps that he's around guys that have been here, and we can help kind of show him the way. Um, guys like Tariq, Darius, um, that whole wide receiver group has just elevated their game. Um, guys like Terrell Davis have really stepped up in that room. Um, and then in the running backs room as well, you have Jaden, uh, Tajay, um, P. Scott. I mean, you got all these guys that um, can kill you in any way, in, in a different way. So like they've all got their own um, unique characteristics to how they play the game. And I think that's what's really going to be exciting is that it's going to be a lot of different things that we can do, make it a multifaceted offense. So those are just kind of the names off the top of my head from um, either new guys or redshirt kids. Um, so, yeah. And you, you mentioned Bradford. I, that he was, I was very impressed with his tape because normally for a guy of his size, 
don't expect the athleticism. Uh, what have you seen from him that should make UCO fans excited to see what he uh, does this this fall? Uh, physicality. That is the biggest one. I mean, he is he is a rolling ball of butcher knives. He is just um, once he gets his hands on you. I mean, good luck. It's funny because when we do individual drills, nobody wants to be his partner because it's like, golly, you're going to come out of there wobbling around. Or, I mean, he's already put multiple guys on their butts just because that's just how he plays. So I think the physicality is a big one. And he's just a, a very large human being. Like, you don't really – like, you see it, but you put the pads on him and he gets out there and you're just like, this is a mountain of a man. He makes – I mean, I'm already undersized, but he just makes me look – incredibly undersized so um i think that's the most exciting part is you'll just see you'll see his you know uh physicality um every play so uh, and, and then um being with with steph kind of with being the main starter last year i know sometimes we have a quarterback that's mobile likes to extend plays take off it's kind of tough from a blocking standpoint like how, how, how do you all feel better now kind of having a feel for Steph, like when he might run, when he might extend plays. So you, maybe you don't go back on a scrimmage. Maybe you, you, you kind of hold your blocks longer. Is there kind of like a, a, a feeling, uh, um, some kind of process to that? Uh, yeah, I think, I think subconsciously there definitely is. Um, regardless, I mean, obviously I've played with Steph now for two years. Um, and I know how he is. So I know that, he can make anything out of nothing. So I think um, personally me, I mean, already I'm not, I'm not stopping the play to the whistles done, but I think as a collective guys are just more, um, I guess, cognitive and aware that, okay, like this, this group of guys, um, especially Steph, like, you know, just when you think the play's done, he'll, he'll bust one out for 50 or, you know, he'll, throw on the run, cross his body and complete a pass. Like it's just stuff like that, that um, <clears throat> helps, helps us up front because it's like, okay, you know, and a lot of other instances, the play would be dead for a majority of other teams. But with guys like Steph, like, like I said, you just never know. So that's why it's better to be safe than sorry. And you just play your butt off till you see him on the ground and you go help him up and get ready for the next play. So. Uh, and now uh, I'm sure some might be wondering here because the defensive line, obviously they lost Michael, they lost Robert. Are they still as, as tough to go up against in practice? Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's, it's funny because um, I bring it up another guy, uh, Zach Stillwell, uh, Zachary Stillwell. He is, he's, they call him the technician. He is on his A game every day. He's a tough, tough guy to block. Um, and it's it's kind of like Coach Sanders' mo, right? He just he reloads every year. And uh, Zach was a guy who redshirted last year and got to you know uh, take a lot of good reps and stuff like that. But he's he shined in the off season and it's coming to fruition now in the spring. So, um, but yeah, he's that defensive line will never be easy, ever. And that's that's how you want it. Um, Competition is always high. But guys are smart. Um, you know, we take care of each other in practice. There's opportunities that you have to kill somebody, put them on the ground, stuff like that. But we're really we're, we do a really good job of like keeping guys up, 
keeping them healthy and still getting the really good competition. So to answer your question, no, it has got, got not gotten any easier with the departure of uh, Rob and Mike. Well, I mean, that's definitely reassuring to UCO fans out there. And I'm sure not much for you going to practice every day with them. Uh, <laughs> but now you, you touched on, on comp, comp competition. We had uh, Hunter Largent on here last week. He mm-hmm. mentioned him and Zane are fighting for that nose guard spot. Now, obviously, you being a center, you're going up against them every day. So mm-hmm. what have you seen from, from both of those guys? Golly, I mean – Regardless of who gets that spot or whatever, I mean, that is that is a lockdown spot. I mean, they are very high IQ players. Um, they have nuances in the game that you kind of just can't teach. Um, you know, Hunter, Hunter can beat you either way. Zane is freaky athletic. Um, I think it's a good mixture of, you know, Hunter, which you get more, I'd say, probably power, strength but he's still got that twitch. And then you get Zane that would just, when you think it's, you know, he may just be speed or twitch. I mean, he bull rushes you eight yards in the backfield. So um, they've been playing really well this spring, um, taking on really good leadership roles. Hunter was a guy that uh, really stepped up this off season and uh, has been asking a lot of his guys and um, which has been really good for, like I said, um, their group, but yeah, both those guys are phenomenal players, and if both of them are in at either at any point in time, I'm I'm very confident in their abilities and um, what they're asked to do that they can accomplish that. So, uh, and then you you mentioned the the running backs there. I um what like because last year it was a it was a committee. I felt like and then but now looking you mentioned Jaden Washington. I think he's a home run hitter. You mentioned some more guys that are there. What kind of are you seeing out of the running back unit that will make your job as offensive lineman easier? Oh man. Uh I mean they they just have very natural instincts at the running back position. I mean they will, they a lot of times make our blocks right. So we may, you know, identify somebody the wrong combination or we may go somewhere wrong, but they make us right. They fit off of us. And um, so I see that a lot. I see them, um, you know, covering our butts, which is good. But I also see um, they're just like a willingness to learn and grow. Um, you know, they're all, they're all in there and they're all asking questions and they're watching other guys take reps and taking mental reps and um, it's just a really well put together room. So I think, like I said, their natural running, you know, running back position qualities um, makes us right. A lot of the times when we're wrong, which, I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that. Um, So that's the biggest thing that I think um, I see in that group, which is, will be phenomenal in the fall. So. Uh, and and from a preparation standpoint, from maybe a mental standpoint, do you feel like you all are in a spot where you're kind of building off of last year, like that midseason when we're talking from Missouri Western, I'm sorry, Western, from Northwest Missouri to Fort Hayes, that stretch of games where you all were really, it's going to be really focused, really sharp. Is that mentally where you all are now? Or are you still trying to get back to that? to that level that you were when you all had that three or four game winning streak? Yeah, I think the biggest thing with us is consistency. Um, 
you know, the spring's a tough time because you only get 15 practices. And the, the way they're spaced out is it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday for five weeks. Um, and it's tough because it's hard to stay focused because <clears throat> unlike the season, obviously, you're ready to, you know, you're preparing for a game, the competition, right? You got something coming up on Saturday as opposed to here where it's just, there's nothing that you're really preparing for. There's no game. There's no big, you know, the game day experience. So um, I think we struggle with that in the consistency part, but I feel like we've been <clears throat> slowly and gradually building since we got back from spring break. Um, we had a really good practice yesterday coming off the weekend, which is a really big deal. Cause that's like, just, you know, any other deal. Like if you play on a Thursday and then a Saturday, you have extra days. So um, extra off days. So I think, we're making the steady increase there, but we're not where we need to be, which is completely fine because if we were and I was sitting here like, you know, yeah, it's the best the group's ever looked, you know, I want it to be a steady build and increase to the fall. So that way when the fall hits, you know, it's it's go time and um, all the stuff that we've worked on in the spring is really um, carrying over spring and the summer. It just carries over into the fall. Um, but yeah. It's it's been a steady increase and guys are um, guys are excited. Guys are locked in, um, wanting to put together good practices and and show um, what we can do. So, uh, and, and then you no, know, I, I look at two games that got to me last year. Really, I look at the look Northwest, at the Northwest game, game and Northeastern State. Like just the level of focus and the execution in those two games. It's like I think some fans may, may not be thinking here like, boy, we could get this every week. Like this is a this is a really good football team. So what kind of do you all have to get to in order to where that is kind of more of the standard and maybe we have less of the, you know, Wasburn situations or the Pitt State situations? Like what, how do you all kind of get to where the Northeastern State and the, the Northwest Missouri, those type of games are what we see week in and week out? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is um, when we don't shoot ourselves in the foot, um, when we don't kill ourselves with penalties or, you know, mistakes that are easily fixed, I think we're all, all around just a really well um, put together football team. And I think that's what made, you know, the Northeastern and the Northwest Missouri game, um, that's, that's what uh, created those outcomes. Um, so I think – just that and then our just level of, of focus and um, preparation. Um, you know, we we did some stuff on the road early in the season and then Coach Doral, which, you know, is great about Coach Doral. He's always trying to take into account what the players are feeling, um, things like that, very open to changing things if need be, stuff like that. And so our last road game of the year against uh, Carney last year, we tried something different. We said, hey, coach, we maybe need less free time. Let's do some more meetings, some more stuff like this. And that was the best we played on the road all year. So I think we'll see more of that. And I think if we can just eliminate those mental errors and just play really clean football um, and really just not shoot ourselves in the foot, I think we'll be in a much, much uh, better state as a football team uh, week in and week out. And you, 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 you mentioned that that current that current game, live that came a week after the Pitt State game, and I, I felt and I told Jacob Delson this. I'm like, I learned a lot about you all 
the way you came out in that game because you had the Washburn game and the Pitt State game, and it was not it was it was, it was not good. <laughs> you, you you played it, you know it, it just wasn't good. But the effort and the level of fight you had in a very tough environment against one of the the, the better QBs not only the conference but in the whole country, it said a lot about the team. How were how were you all able to kind of not rally around, but kind of look yourself in the mirror and decide that the previous two games wasn't how you all wanted the season to be defined by. Yeah, so, you know, like you said, played in those games. Uh, everybody watched those games. Uh, very tough pill to swallow. But after the Pitt State game, Coach Doyle came in and we actually watched off it. We watched all the offensive clips as a unit. So every position group was in there and each position group counted on each play. Okay. This guy did what he was supposed to do, went to the right person, did the right job. And I think out of what we run, probably 60 plays, probably about half or a little over half, one person, at least one person didn't do what they were supposed to. So that goes back to like I was saying, the mental errors, the mental bus, stuff like that. It was like, okay, well, no wonder we, you know, played like crap I mean half the snaps in the whole game everybody moved in the right direction everybody did what they were supposed to but then the other half of the snaps uh what just one person didn't do their job and it may not have affected the play but it just affects the whole it just goes back to you know the outcome of that game so when he brought that up to us we were like man like this really is like we've seen what we can do when we play clean football um and at that point, it was still very a good chance for us to, you know, obviously finish um, with the best record we've had in years here. So that was another thing was, you know, the season's not over. We still have more games to play. This is a very beatable team. You guys can do it. Um, so he did, he told us that and then introduced, you know, okay, we're going to tweak the schedule a little bit. We're going to do things here and there that we haven't done, you know, see if that helps. And it did and we played the best away game, our road game that we'd played all year. Um, obviously, it didn't come out with the outcome we wanted, but we, I mean, we literally played to the last second of that game. So um, I think that gave us a lot of momentum going into Central Missouri because, again, you know, five and five, we had the opportunity to go six and five, which hadn't been, had we had had a winning season here since 2018. So that was another big thing of, okay, just know what's at stake here. You know, first winning season, first winning season under coach Doral momentum going into the off season and stuff like that. So I think that's what pushed us and what made the biggest change uh, from, you know, getting blown out and two back-to-back weeks to playing a really competitive football team against our really competitive football game against a really competitive football team. And, and how big, of a boost has it been going into the off season so far, knowing that even knowing for one, you all, you had success last year. You said you had a field record in three years, but also kind of knowing it could have been more like how much motivation, how much fuel is that adding to you all on top of just, you know, wanting to be the best team that you can possibly be. Uh, I mean, it, it adds a bunch. Um, it's, it's been said multiple times of, you know, we look back and it's funny because 
I feel like in not only football, but in life and things, after situations happen, you're like, man, could have done this better, could have done that better. And it's natural, but we really, you know, took a deep dive in ourselves and our football team. And we're like, this is, this could lead to something great in the fall. Like there's no guarantees, things happen, you know, life happens, but we, we really took a step back and analyzed from, you know, the inside out. Um, and we, we say it all the time, you know, We've went six and five. That was the first step. So the next step now is growing upon that. We have a lot of we have a lot of goals that we're not afraid to put out there. Like when uh, when a conference championship, you know, make the national playoffs, uh, win uh, homecoming, things like that. We're not afraid to put that stuff out there. So I think the this, the momentum that the six and five gave us has carried over. Um, with motivation, just things like that. Because like you said, we knew there was a bunch of stuff uh, left on the table for us. And it's exciting to think, okay, like we went six and five and we had the capability to, you know, compete against everybody. So, Okay, that's our second guest. You show running back Jace Gardner has joined. Now, I got to say that this is a much different setup, Jace, but we had – the last time you came on here, now you got the you got the gamer chair. He's got the mic. I mean, now so so now I, I have to ask what I mean. How, how like what was the process of getting this set up now? Because I'm genuinely curious. We we we, we can't hear you. <laughs> can't hear you, sir. <laughs> yeah. got, got the whole new setup, and we can't even hear. And it can't even. I mean, man comes in here hot, ready to go. Like, <laughs> got the fresh hair, and you know, and it's just man, I got no sound right now. I'm... Well, we we still can't. <laughs> We can't even. No. About, there you go. Oh, there, there, there we go. There we go. Man, that's crazy. No, so I have so many inputs and outputs, and so I've never been on this app before, and so it doesn't have my input saved on which mic to use because I have a webcam mic, this mic, and then this mic I can all speak to, but I prefer to use this one. So I was having a little trouble. It synced to the wrong one. Okay, now I I have to give you give you credit because you came on here I think about this time last year, mm-hmm. and you were saying you were in the process of redoing your setup. I, I I this is this is this is pretty pretty good. So you want to just before we get into it here, like how you want to walk through your setup here, like the 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 like what you have going on because that that that's a solid setup, my guy. Uh, yeah, so I'm kind of like in streamer mode right now. I haven't streamed in a while. I haven't streamed since before I had surgery, actually. Uh, I'm waiting to get a new graphics card, graphics card, which will be happening next week. But, uh, yeah, so I have like kind of like an L desk facing away from my door. Uh, I got my PC, P5, monitor, laptop. So just kind of the whole stream setup right there. All put together. This guy right here. Okay. Well, um, all right. Well, I guess. So that no. So what are we streaming these days? Call of Duty. That's it. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty. I'm I'm thinking about starting to stream some horror games whenever I actually get this new GPU. But right now it's going to be Call of Duty. I've definitely uh, 
kept the gameplay up. Okay. 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 We definitely get. We were definitely gonna gonna get that. Uh, whatever you're, you you feel on Twitch, whatever. We'll get the information out there. Get some people to, uh, to uh, tune in into the mainstream. So, um, well, Jace, I guess that we should first start off by saying, how's the uh, recovery going for you here? Are you still in good in, in pretty good spirits? How's that going? Uh, yeah. So recovery is going good. Um, just taking everything one day at a time. You gotta gotta set those small goals and just proceed forward. You know, uh, I will say it was pretty rocky at first. That's definitely the most physical, emotional pain I've ever been through. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But uh, recovery is going good, and I'm progressing very well. Uh, I'll be starting sprints here at the end of April, uh, or no, agility in April, and uh, sprints in mid-May. So I'm, I'm moving along pretty well. Good, good. Um, and now I know from a position standpoint, you're playing for your third running back coach, right? You had Coach Ranellis, you had Coach Gilbert last year, now you got Coach Skelinor. So how tough has it been to play be playing for this pretty different position assistant <laughs> coaches in your college career? Uh I'm gonna be honest, it's a little bit of an a, kind of an adapt thing, but me and P. Scott, I mean he's been there since day one. We've kind of just set the attitude of just whoever comes in, you know. Not that we control the room, but we, we, we're the spirit of the room in, in kind of a sense. Uh, I definitely feel like uh, P is kind of the grandfather of the group, you know, grandfather sensei. And uh, I don't know, I'm like a right-hand man or something of that sort. But uh, no, it's definitely a fun group to have. we got a, a lot of new running backs I'm excited about. Dan, I was talking to Lane about some of the – I know there's Jaden Washington. There's a few more people in, the, in that group. So kind of what have you seen – out of that group that should have UCO fans hyped for that position this year? Uh, I think, you know, you know, speaking of that group, you know, we've seen Jalen, you know, Jalen, you know, he can really hit that outside edge and go. I think Tajay is kind of, you know, very similar to that. Uh, you know, I think we all have our unique traits and our own kind of unique run styles. And I think just kind of having a blend of all of that is just going to be real dangerous. I'm really excited to see how it is because we – Do you freeze? You froze, I think. You froze, brother. And now we can't hear you. <laughs> no, you lost. <laughs> this, this, this shit. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, no, we we uh, like I said, we have a lot of new guys that I'm really excited about. It's kind of a we all have different run styles, and I think that we're all going to find it kind of find our niche in this offense. Now, I believe, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. Now, I think in the Wasburn game, you hurdle a guy again. I, I feel like you hurdle a guy, right? Okay. Uh, this is what the second the second year, second, third year, you hurdle the guy. I mean, I feel like there's kind of a risk there, Chase. Like, you know, you get caught in the air. I mean, that, that might not end well. So, like, are we sizing up the guy before you heard like, oh yeah, I can jump over this this guy? Or do you just like jump and just say YOLO and hope for the best? Uh, I mean, no, a lot of that's film. You can kind of tell who your ankle biters are gonna be just by watching their film. Uh, not to mention I'm kind of a big bigger running back, so a lot of guys kinda of trying to, you know, die for the legs. And that's fine. But I mean I don't really mind going airborne. Uh I got the hop, so I can do that, but I mean, we'll see. I, I I think they'll come back just fine, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't really think anything of it. You can really tell by their eyes. If their eyes look down, they're going down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, and I, I, I do. I want to get this out the way now because now because we know I know we we have we have Lane here now. I just want to give you the floor because when I brought on the Origin, I gave him the floor. Now, every time I ask about the auxiliary cord in the locker room in terms of who's the best and who's the worst. Jace, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. They they put you in the work. All right, they say you're among the worst. You were criticized for putting on some RB Drake during a morning workout. I just I want to give you the floor here to defend yourself. How do you respond to people that that saying you are among the worst on the ox? Saying I played RB Drake is very they said you played RB Drake. If I listen to Drake, that's definitely gonna be alone. But I'm I definitely mainly play, I want to say G Herbo in 21. As cliche as that sounds, I think that's definitely what I play most. Maybe a little Playboy here and then. I know they hate Playboy, but yeah. I'm, I'm saying, I was like, I was no. everybody yeah. that I've, I've they're just haters, they're just haters, man. I want names, man. I mean, I, I, you can go back and I'm a hunter for sure called you out. Um, hunter, <laughs> oh, bro, hunter from the sticks, of course. He don't know music taste. Is now hunter for me. He listens to every type of music. Okay, he yeah. just says he just says you all just don't listen to real country. Now I'm not a yeah, country music kind of kind of sure, but he claims you don't listen to mainstream, which is not real country. I don't listen to country at all. <laughs> <laughs> you, ain't gonna find, you ain't gonna find no country on this Spotify, bro. That's not happening. I don't listen. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's why Hunter don't like the music I played. I don't know no country. Oh, okay, okay. Now we're gonna ask. Then we're gonna ask Lane this now because now in in terms of the odds, I know I asked you this last year though. But is your fellow more native? Is he is he that bad on the odds, or are people just saying that? People are just saying that he's not that bad. He uh, no, he's. He's not bad at all. I actually like a lot of the music he plays. I would say, and I'm going to sound old for saying it. I'm going to sound like I'm 50 years old, but it doesn't matter who's on it. As long as you keep it down, I'm okay. Because it, <laughs> I'm trying some, I'm trying to have conversations sometimes. There'll be five people in the locker room, and they want to play it at full blast, and you can't even hear yourself think. I'm all for it, but I'm like, at a certain point, you got to, Tone it down. But no, Jace is by, is not even close to the worst. If I had to say worst ox on the team, oh, man. Andrew oh. Carney's up there. Andrew Carney is up there. That's crazy you said. That's my locker mate. And I'm going to be honest. I like <laughs> a lot of the stuff he plays whenever he comes really? in the locker room because he's, he's always in a different type of mode. He's always in a different spirit. You never know what he's going to be playing. I agree. And I, I, I would probably say that not from myself. Because I'm the same way. I have a wide music taste, but I just know when he gets up there, I mean, people are not happy. Um, but I'd say, I don't know. I don't even know who you could say the best is. I mean, a lot of people like Robert Gibbons on there. Um, I'm gonna be Robert, honest. I, I love Rob, but I don't like Rob on Ox, bro. Really? And it's because he'll go from 
one song up here and then do another song down here and then one up here i i need a a vibe to be set and then you know continue i I can't go from sad to slow and and it's a fast and young boy i can't go i can't be there yeah oh well i don't know i think it's just such a it, it just depends on who you ask really i mean it, there's no, I don't think right or wrong, but yeah, Robert, Robert goes back and forth. Um, but half the time, I don't even know who's on the Hawks. I just doing my thing in the locker room, just whatever I got to do. I think Trail got good taste. Trail got good taste. Uh, yeah. Kevion, Kevion, uh, whenever he's on there, rare and behold, he he has good taste. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. There's never been. I don't think anybody where I'm just like, this is. A, like awful, this is pitiful. Like, got even thrown his phone's thrown away. Um, I mean, everybody, like I said, they've got their own taste, but no, I'll, I'll back Jace up. He definitely is not the worst, um, by far. So, okay, okay. I, I've what I've to get, I want to give the man the time to, to, to respond to that because, like I said, a lot of people as of late have been saying when I asked them who's the worst. Usually the first name, you and Hunter, the first few names to pop up. So I, I just wanted to give you time to respond to that, you know, like, because I, I. Yeah, me and Hunter going to have some words. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'll just say. <laughs> okay, I want to say, I want to know the result of that conversation. If someone could give me the result of that conversation. I need to know because I'm genuinely curious now. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Okay, well, I had, I had, I had, to, I had to ask that, and I also have to ask because Lane's Westmore, Jace is more. Now I know you have a few teammates, Matt Garner, Raekwon, and Southmore. So I have to ask now because let's be we know Southmore's been down, been down bad. Okay, so your alma mater is. Let's be honest here, pretty handily beat them. When that happens, how much trash talk do you all give them? Or do you just know it's like, this isn't the sophomore of old, you know, we can't really hold this against them? Or do you all just like go for blood and just, you know, rub it in as much as you can for as long as you can? You want to go ahead? You want to go personally? Sure. Uh, it's funny because like Matt Garner, like Matt knows they suck. So he, he never comments on it. Uh, Wicks, Wicks sometimes gets in it because I feel even bigger than like crosstown rivalries. I feel like the biggest thing is when you get out of state guys and they're like, nah, Texas football is the best. And then it gets into a whole state deal as opposed to the crosstown rivalry. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, I've, I've had many conversations with Wicks about, he's like, yeah, but when I was there and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we're not talking about when you were there, man. Like, these at least, at least. Jason's program and my program are, you know, although Westmore hasn't been too hot in the past uh, few years, um, it's nowhere compared to Southmore. So, amen. So. Yeah, to to second that, I will say I don't even consider Southmore part of the rivalry. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, be, no, no, no. Like, 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 I'm gonna be honest. Like going through like that was never someone like we seriously like would mark on our calendar just because i mean don't get me wrong you you prepare for every game but i mean like westmore like that's just a different 
But, I mean, I remember watching more war since I was, like, six years old. I mean, like, that's how deep it ran for me. I don't even remember watching Battle of the Big Cats when I was, no. Um, especially since they're the third school, you know, they're kind of like the little brother of the family. They just kind of get tossed to the side. But, uh, nah, when it comes to more war, I mean, they definitely, I mean, yeah, they, I can't say I, I, I went out and beat Westmore. They got that. I just okay. That that so now so in terms of the more war, the more and the west war, because obviously it's Lane and Kavion, and then it's you, it's Dylan, and then I think Jalen Pound signed for more. So there'll be three there'll be three lions, I think two Jaguars. So the result of that game, whoever wins, how long do you bask in that in in that win? Is it for the full year until they play again, or is it like okay, I'll give it a few weeks and then kind of cease the trash talk? <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, just go ahead, man. I, I'm gonna be honest. Don't keep up with high school football anymore. Uh, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll check Twitter and I'll be like, yeah, my Lions won. You know, you know, good stuff, alumni. But uh, I, I mean, I didn't go to last more war. Uh, you know, I'm kind of, especially around that time, we're kind of in our own season, so I'm kind of just focused on what we got going on. And you know, I, I wish them good luck and everything, but you know. I'm just kind of lasered in. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's uh, – so my sister went to Moore, and she just graduated this past year. So I went to every Moore War for her. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I kind of said, like, uh, on the last time I was on the show, like, I mean, we're very we, – we hardly ever talk about, uh, you know, World War or anything like that. Um, but I do know when, when Moore finally broke the streak, I was there for that game. And I was just thinking, I was like, you know, it's funny. I, again, sound old. Um, just go back to that. But when we were in high school and Jason and I were in high school, I was thinking, I was like, if you know, they would have beat us, like that whole city would have probably been on fire. Like, and they, and you know what they did? They just jumped the fence and they just celebrated. And I was like, I remember, like, my junior year, senior year, like, it's all, like, it's widely casted across the news. People are, people are, like, willing to go to jail for this game. And you're just, like, I was just thinking, I'm, like, goalposts would be torn down, you know, fires would be lit. And I was a little disappointed. That's what I was expecting. That's what I was expecting. But, you know. There was none of that. They just jumped the fence and just kind of like, you know, whatever. And then I think, I think Westmore got it back last year. But no, just to simply answer your question, like Jay said, we're kind of in our own, we're in our own season and our own, worrying about our own stuff. But you know, you check in every once in a while and you're like, okay, cool. They, they got the win. They did what they needed to do. So, but well, yeah, the the more kids and if there's any Westmore kids. Uh, coming in the fall, it it happens with every high school kid. That's all they talk about is high school for their first semester. It just that's just a part of it. But I'll have to again sound old and be like, well, when I was at Westmore, when I was in school. <laughs> okay, okay. I I just I I just, I, just, I had to ask. I, we know we got two in the same place. I'm like, you know what? I'm I have to ask this question. Okay, good, good. 
Uh, well, for, to answer Danny's question, because he chimed in the chat there about 12 minutes ago, I'm trying to try to make it out there next Friday, Danny. I know you've been hounding me about this. People got nine to five, sir. I can't just like show up. I mean, they did. So, so for Jason now, so could you like walk walk us through what the recovery is kind of like, what the rehab process is like, um, kind of give people an insight about what your what your process is to get back on the field. Um, so right now I'm shooting for a timeline of August 15th uh, to put the pads back on. Um, like I said, we'll begin agility here at uh, the end of April. Uh, I've already started doing like some light agility stuff, small jumping, you know, just ladder stuff, cones, you know, little things like that. Um, but as far as timetable goes, I mean, August 15th is, is definitely the goal. Uh, a week kind of looks like is um, a pool run three times a week. Uh, and then I actually do physical therapy with uh, shout out OSSPT, Jeff Frazier. That's my dude over there. Um, so I, I do physical therapy back and more. I drive back and forth three times a week just just for it. I mean, I, he's definitely worth it. He's worth the drive. I mean, he takes great care of me. Uh, how we gauge every single day just based on how I'm feeling. I, I mean, Right now, I, I can honestly say I'm killing therapy. I'm about like a month and a half advance of where I should be. Uh, it's going great. I mean, I, I, I can confidently say I'm very excited to get back in August. Very excited. Now, now you you you'll be returning to a unit that it got it got better this 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 is all season. It might be the deepest it's been in your time. Like, is there enough carries to go around here? Like, I, I mean, I'm, I was just looking at the roster. I'm like, this is going to be tough because it's like all you guys are good. I feel like all you guys will play on the majority of other teams in the conference, probably in the country. And I'm looking and I'm like, man, like one, two, three, four, like all, all the all the way down. So how do you kind of envision that, that, that competition in fall camp being? Or, or do you think it'll be more of like a – it's a competition, but at the end of the day, you just want to see the best man out there and, and have the best man succeed and help you all the way. Oh, was he froze again? Oh, there he is. It keeps going. It keeps moving. Um, but no, uh, the, the kind of group that we have, I don't. I don't want to say I don't see competition because there's definitely competition, but it's more of a brother brotherly competition. You know what I'm saying? It's more iron sharpens iron. I don't, you know, wish any, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, I want the best dude out there cutting it up. And I mean, whoever it is, I think it's going to be a tough pool. And I think we're going to give a, a great run, but I think that on the after side of fall camp, I think we're all going to kind of come out stronger, sharper, more focused backs. And I can confidently say just going into the mindset that I had last season was kind of like a very darkish, uh, selfish mindset. And I, you know, obviously didn't see any growth from that early on in the season. And, you know, I had to get right uh, and I had to get disciplined. But um, I can just say confidently that going into this season, uh, I think that the best you can do for your unit is be the best teammate. When you have the intention of being the best teammate and just full of love, which is all I got for these dudes, honestly. Um, I think it just just 
pushes everyone to go harder because, I mean, you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your guys, you know, everyone next to you, your unit. I mean, you got you to gotta to represent. I mean, Lane can tell you O-line has a reputation of hold. Tight ends have a reputation of hold. Same thing with running backs and quarterbacks, you know. Um, it goes hand in hand. And I just think that as a unit, that reputation will be very much upholded. And now I was gonna I was gonna ask about that because I remember seeing you after Northwest Missouri and then seeing you after Fort Hayes and it was two different Jace Gardners. Like the one the one from Fort Hayes, he looked happy, he looked like he was he was enjoying playing the sport as to where and I saw you after Northwest, that wasn't the case. So you mentioned you kind of were in a, a, a dark place, so to speak. How were you kind of able to claw your way out of that and, and get to a, a spot where you felt like you were good uh, mentally and, 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 and on the field? Um, I think a lot of the people that truly like know my character and know who I am on the team saw that I was in a dark place. You know, people like Coach K, I really got to give him credit. Um, like he, he, like he's always been in my ear, like, yo, like what's going on? Like, give me feedback, you know? And that's, that was even the case back then. And um, that type of mentality is just like that selfish, undisciplined mentality of the, I, I, I can do this by myself. Like that doesn't get you anywhere. And I learned from that. And honestly, I can say I'm glad I learned that lesson. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would have loved to, to play the whole season and everything. And even though it was shortcut due to an ACL and just some complications, uh, I can confidently say I'm, I'm looking forward to this next season. Uh, mentality is first. So you got to make sure you have that before everything. And I think going into this next season, that is definitely taken care of. Uh, and and I know you you the the, the unfortunately the the game you put your ACL. So it was it was your first start since the opening of the Penn State game. I know I was up there. I was very excited to see you have worked your way back up to the starting role. What did starting in that game mean? Coming from where you were to now, once again starting like did that have any any more like meaning behind it than than other starts, or or did it did it just feel like it was just another another start? I mean, it had a lot more meaning to it. Uh, I mean, when don't I mean, I got switched to scout team, and it's not normal for a starting player to you know be on scout team. And I think whenever that that start came, it felt much more deserved, and I felt like my teammates knew it was well deserved. I felt like I had earned that spot back, and I felt like it was well known that like, all right, he's put in all this time, he's done what he's had to do. Like, let's see what he's got to – let's see what he's going to do. Let's see if we can see old Jason. I think we definitely got a glimpse of that. Uh, and and I, I asked I asked Lane this as well, but, but when I look at last season, I look at two games – well, three games really in particular stuck out to me. You had Northwest Missouri, Northeastern State, and Fort Hayes. Just from the level of team focus and execution. And I think, you know, a lot of people look at that and say – if we could get this for 11 weeks, like this would be a really, really good football team. And so I posed the question to Lane, like how do you all, because consistency has kind of been a, a, an issue the past few years, how do you all kind of get to that point where that is the norm for UCO football team more times than not an outlier, but more of a like, okay, we, we hope this is what we're seeing this, this week out of them instead of we know this is what we're going to see out of them. Um, I think consistency comes from uh, dedication to detail, truly. Um, 
I, I, I try and refer to myself as Mr. Consistent. And honestly, I feel like as much as consistent as I am and as hard as I can work, a teammate that really inspires me is Buckeye. Like you ask anybody, that dude is Mr. Consistent as it comes. And I think that type of attitude is really just the the focus that we need to have coming into summer, coming into fall camp. It's just that the dedication, the pudding is truly in the details. Like if y'all want to do this right, there's a certain way you have to do it. There's a certain way you go about the process. You got to be professional now in your business. This ain't high school ball no more. This ain't no six and five ball no more. Like I'm, I'm sure Lane knows like this is, we are truly playing for competitive ball. Like we want championship to be on the line. Like that's what we want. Like that's what we're coming for. And I know to to get there, details are gonna have to be the key. Um, yeah, because Lane 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 also mentioned that also kind of doing the little things right. Um, because when I look at at just what I've seen, the 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 playmakers you now have a receiver. There's Danny, there's Darius, there's Tariq. Um, according to I know Jacob Delso, he's trying to get in better shape. Mitch Terrell Davis is going off. So when you look at the playmakers around. I know, I know sometimes last year it, the, the offense kind of drew some criticism, but I posed the question to both of you, and I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's going to be an obvious yes. But do you think that this is a unit that fans are going to enjoy watching on Saturdays? I think so, but I think it's going to take a couple things first before we can truly get to that level. I think that as a team, we have great units. You know, our wide receiver group, great to each other. O-line, buddy buddies. But I think we need to have that mesh. And I think that comes through hard work. That comes through true sweat, true grind. And you have to know the dude next to you. I think that's kind of what this summer's ironed out for. And I think that's going to be our plan and our intention and our real focus during the summer is, all right, I'm in this, you're in this. We got to buck our heads and, and get through this because, I mean, it's, this is all we gonna have, and I think during fall camp that message is gonna put be pushed even stronger because Lane knows not everyone makes it through fall camp. Not even everyone even gets invited to fall camp. So when you're in that fall camp atmosphere, those two weeks do not feel like two weeks. That feels like almost a lifetime, and your net your locker mate is gonna be your brother for the net. Everyone's really gonna be your brother for the next two weeks. You got to get used to it, and so I think that coming out this next season that mesh is going to be greatly established, especially since we have so many playmakers. Every single time we throw a ball up in practice and the receiver, I see him running. I'm really excited about what he's about to do. Danny, dog, Darius, playmaker. Tariq, like, I can't I can't say enough good things about the things I've seen. Yeah, just to piggyback off what uh, Jason said, um, <clears throat> I think he brought up a great point of um, – the mesh and you know you really find who you can count on in the summer we've seen that from these these uh, mid-year guys um these transfers we've seen and you know, they put in a lot of good work in the off season but you know now it's time okay they put it on the film in the spring and it's time for the summer like he said it's a real real grind it's going to be different than probably anything we've experienced since we've been here but i think that's where coming out of that and coming out of camp you're like okay man i i can count i can count on this dude no matter what like um you know and and the in a 
tough situation. If it's if it's a fourth and goal fade ball, if it's you know anything we need from those guys, they'll be able to come through with it. And I think as far as that receiver group goes, and you know, I feel like it's the same with a lot of groups. Like I think a lot of, we're used to seeing a lot of like monotonous drives. You know, we have the occasional big play. You know, this, that, and the other. But I think we have a lot of home run guys that, you know, that receiver, running back, tight end. We have a lot of those guys where at any given time they can take one the distance. Um, and I think that's going to be the most exciting thing is um, seeing how hard those guys work and just seeing it pay off in the fall with, you know, those big plays and stuff like that where we haven't really seen a whole lot uh, in this offense of, you know, just being able to go down and have three or four play drives. Um, and stuff like that. So I think the home run effect is huge this year with the guys that we brought in. And it'll only get better, like Jay said, with, you know, um, team team mesh in the summer and fall camp, just going through that hard stuff with guys that you know you can count on. So, uh, And now both of you have mentioned fall camp. Now for those that like might not know how grueling of a time fall camp is, you could just, like, what is fall camp like? Ahead, man. All right. Uh, like Jay said, it's it's usually about 14 days, maybe a little bit longer, um, like maybe two and a half weeks. But it literally feels like you're stuck in – you're just stuck in time. Every day is the same thing. Um, you know, you got practice in the morning. You got your meetings, your lifts, come back, more meetings, walkthroughs, stuff like that. Um it's really just, you know, a grind and it takes a toll on your body because you only have one off day in the week. So you go six straight days and then you get a Sunday off and then you start it back up. And, you know, the only time guys ever really go home is sleep because like myself, I live less than five minutes from campus, but I know if I go home, I'm going to be like, man, my bed's nice. My house is nice. Like it, I don't want to go back. So I literally, from the moment I get there in the morning, I don't leave until seven o'clock at night. And it's just a process. Like Jay said, you know, guys don't even get invited. Guys don't make it through. I've seen, I've seen kids come in and on their first day quit. It's not for everybody. And it's what really, it really helps you understand and like defines you as a football player. Cause I remember my freshman year, I got through the camp and I was like, man, if I can do that, I can do anything. And I feel like that's, you know, I feel like that's a good, it's a really good stepping stone in, in any player's career is, you know, I'll be going into my, what is this, fourth fall camp. And every year I get out of there, man, I'm just like, man, like I'm blessed to have been able to, you know, come out of it healthy, come out of it a better player, you know, just stuff like that. So it's a grind. I mean, when, when guys say that and, when players tell you like it's camp season, like it's it's time to go, like you know, the prayers are greatly appreciated because it takes a wear on your body, your mental, just everything emotionally. Um, it's just a whole roller coaster of emotions and feelings. And but when you get out of there, you're like, all right, like I'm ready to start the season, and um, you just got a lot of good work in. So that's how I'd probably describe it. Uh, for me personally, I'm very, I do consider myself to be quite introverted. So being around 
you know, the dudes I see every day for 14 hours a day can be a little stressing for me, uh, a little toeful. But I mean, like I said, it's all worth it. Like I like Lane, I have a deep passion for the sport. I love these dudes. And as much as a headache, all of this can be, it's very worth it. I wouldn't trade none of this uh, for anything. Uh, now, my, my final question for you all, it would, now because spring game is in a few few weeks, the 28th, I think it's 7, 7.30. Uh, what are you all hoping to see out of the team in the next few weeks leading up to that game? And what do you hope to be able to take from spring into the offseason workouts in the fall game? Uh, me personally, I want to see some big runs. I want to see a big play by running back we had some small things you know some small tens here and there and stuff but i want to see a, a, a running back take it 80. for me personally that's that's what i want to see running back take it 80. yeah i mean uh, as a team i just want to see i want to see us put together a complete um a complete practice scrimmage the whole nine i want to see um be able to come back after that and be like okay our mental errors were very limited. We didn't have a whole lot. Um, I want to see you guys compete. Um, I want to see you guys having fun. This is a time to really um, let loose and kind of just um, enjoy yourself. And like Jay said, I'm, I'm I'm really excited to see big plays. I'm excited to see offensively, you know, uh, running back take it, like he said, 80 yards to the house. I'm ready to see, you know, a receiver make a great move. Um, burn somebody off the line, you know, just stuff like that where we may not have seen it a lot in the past, but I think it's something that we'll see a lot more in the future. And I'm super excited about that. And um, just really hoping everybody comes out of it healthy. You know, spring's a tough deal. Um, it's 15 practices, like I said, but, you know, the wear and tear is still there. You have to treat it like an in-season type deal. So I hope um, everybody comes out feeling good, feeling healthy, get some time off to get your body underneath you. And then, you know, when June 1st comes, we, we hit the ground running. Uh, don't take any steps back. So that's that's what I'm hoping to see for sure. Uh, well, before I let you guys go here, I have that because the draft is in a few weeks. Obviously, we know Lane over there, the Eagles fan. They fell short this year. I, they, were, they were close. I saw they let Gardner Johnson walk, which surprised me and the Eagles fans I work with. So going into the to the draft, I'm the first as laying this here. What are you hoping that your Eagles do? They have two first round picks, not a yeah. whole lot of weaknesses here. What are you hoping to win with? Well, I've been on my uh, GM mindset lately. So, you know, Howie Roseman, he has actually, here's a surprising fact, has never taken a running back in the first round. And he's been the GM for seven years. Um, so... I think with the 10th pick, I think they stick. I don't think they trade, and I think they stay in the trenches. So if Jalen Carter falls, I think they take him. Uh, I've seen Lucas Van Ness, the kid from Iowa. Uh, I think they stay in the trenches somewhere like that. And then at the 30th pick, I don't think uh, Bijan will fall that far. But I think if he does, I think that's we can see that. I also can see uh, the safety from Alabama. He's been in the mock drafts a lot. Um, but, yeah, they made a lot of good offseason signings. 
one-year deals, but kind of prove-it deals for these guys. They're young cats, 26 years old, who were all former first-round picks, um, looking for a chance to prove themselves. So um, I see that. I also saw something today of uh, them trading up to the third pick and taking Will Anderson. I mean, I would not be opposed to that. Um, There's not a whole lot that they could do that would make me upset. Um, Unlike the – what was that, the 2019 draft when they passed up on Jefferson and drafted freaking JJRC on white side. But yeah, that's my prediction. That's my, my crystal ball. So we'll see how that pans out. Now, I know Miles Sanders, I think he's gone. Now, so do do you have faith in Kenny Gainwell being the main back? Or are you hoping maybe there's a slight chance they're still in on the Zeke Elliott market even though he was a cowboy? I, just, I have to ask that because I mean, I... No, Zeke, Zeke's out. Zeke will not be in, a, in the midnight green. He will not be uh, playing for the Eagles. Um, I think Kenny showed a lot in the postseason. Um, I don't think he'll be a first down back. Uh, that, I think that's why they went and signed Rashad Penny, um, which is he's been a great back since he's been in the league. He's just been injury prone. So um, I think they've got him, uh, Rashad Penny. Uh, they want to try and get Trey Sermon some carries in there. Um, but I think if Bijan falls far enough, I think they have no choice but to take him. So um, I'm pretty confident in the room that they have right now. Yeah. Now, Jace, I believe last time we talked, I think you were a Titans and a Chiefs fan. Would that would that be correct? Yes, sir. All right. So obviously, we know you were you were over the moon about the Athlon Super Bowl. Now, I I I have to ask here now with Eric Bieniemy going to Washington, are you do you have do you have any concerns about offensive drop off or or do you do you just feel like we have we have Mahomes and Kelsey so nothing else really matters here? I'm gonna be honest. I don't really pay much attention to the draft, but I know that. But but listen, but listen, I know the Chiefs are Mister Get It Dones. I got faith in Pat. I got faith in Andy Reid. I got faith in Kelsey. We'll be straight. Okay. Okay. Now, in terms of your Titans here, I do we do you believe Malik Willis is the guy, or or, or do they need to still look elsewhere for a quarterback? Uh, I think Malik Willis can handle it, but I, I'm worried about what Derek gonna do. I'm worried about Big King Henry. That's what I'm worried about. We had we had kind of a rocky season last season, so I'm, I'm I need a I need a a reminder season. I'm gonna I'm call it that. Yeah, but I mean, like they. They literally had like zero, zero, zero receivers though. I mean, they they traded they traded away AJ Brown to Lane. I know we traded away AJ I, I mean, Brown. You, I, you, I don't even know why we did that. I don't even understand that trade. I don't understand why you would trade your wide receiver one and then not replace him. Don't understand. And they did. And they did. They replaced him with Traylon Burks. <laughs> <laughs> I just that, just, that was their plan. Thank you for that. Thank you for that trade. No, they didn't want to pay AJ Brown. They said, "Okay, we'll just get Traylon Burks and, and hope for the best." And <laughs> yeah, no, AJ Brown's a Super Bowl contender. I was on a Super Bowl <laughs> contender team. No, they Come actually on. actually fired the Titans GM after the Titans came to Philly and played them. 
I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. AJ probably torched us. Yeah, he did. He had two touchdowns in like 170. There we go. I don't know why you would trade AJ Brown. That's like shooting yourself in the left foot. Like, bro, and that's what they did. <laughs> oh, 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 man, that's great. Well, I appreciate you gentlemen taking time out of your Tuesday evening to come on, chop it up with me, chop it up for the viewers out there. Um, again, anytime you want to come back on, you're more than welcome to. I hope you hope, Jace, I hope your recovery goes goes well. There's no setbacks. Um, Lana, I hope the rest of camp goes well. You all get through it healthy. You get, you know, the goals you want, you want to accomplish. Then I'm looking forward, knocking on wood, the weather doesn't storm yeah. and lightning like it did last year. I plan to yeah. be there for that um, for that that spring game. So uh, hopefully, can catch up with you all in person there. But but again, I, I really appreciate you all taking time to come on and talk. Appreciate everybody that came, went, stayed, commented. Um, we plan to have more of these in the future. So uh, if if ever you all want to come back on, I know Jace is Mr. Streamer here with his grade A setup. So uh, if he ever wants to, you know, you all ever want to. Come back on when you're more welcome to. Jay, so I'm going to give you time here if you want to plug your uh, streaming channel, whatever, however you, you, you do your streaming. <laughs> yeah, you can you can find it's in my Twitter info, Twitch at Slum J. Okay. okay. And, and is, there, is, there a, is there a certain schedule? Do you just you just stream when you get the get the itch? Like, how is how, that? How is that going? I, I, so I play every night, but like I said, I, I can't stream right now because I have to get a new graphics card for because Call of Duty just had so many quality upgrades. But like I said, getting a new graphics card next week. Oh, I'm missing my camera. Look at that. Getting a new graphics card next week. Stream will be back up by April 22nd. Okay. 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 Yeah. So you know, uh, go ahead and come through. I know now you 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 should have to run something with Coach uh, Coach Coach Donald. I know he he's he's he streams. I need to need to connect there. You know, well, I, play, I, I, I played with Donald before. I played with Donald before. I carry. Carry. <laughs> I did. No, I'm, 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 I swear. I dropped like I want to say like twenty something. And because I was playing with Peyton Hunt, you can ask him about this. I was playing with Peyton Hunt. It was me, Peyton. It was Deshaun Blackshire. Used to be athletic trainer at uh, UCO. It was all three of us and Coach Donald. Uh, I want to. I love Coach Donald, bro. Drop four. <laughs> oh, that, now is that because you're just that good, or or is Coach Donald not not, not that good? Nah, no, nah, I'm a, I'm a, usually all my dogs eat. Like V's usually right there behind me. Like if if I like I'm gonna be honest, I'm not nearly as good in this new war zone as I was the old one. I'm not. But I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Like if I'm usually dropping 14, 15, he's right there at 13, 12. Or or sometimes he even beats me. Sometimes he'll have eleven and I'll have like six or something like that. But I'm I'm gonna get right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh next time you uh stream uh let us let us know i'll put something out there and let people slide through there see your see your gaming skills i got you uh, especially since you invest in that set i'm really impressed by the setup i know a lot of you i'm really impressed by the setup man got the gaming it's chain, about it's about to get better i'm about to put a, a whole new graphics card in like i said and i'm about to put a whole new cpu in a whole new motherboard and it's gonna it's gonna get better this guy right here man i, I tell you I, I mean just the glow up between we interviewed last time you coming on here? I mean, yeah. you were just hoping to get like a capture card like the last time, and here we are now. That the 
Got the whole the whole shebang. Okay. Yeah, All I right. got the whole shebang. All right. Well, look at look at look at this man here. Okay. Well, gentlemen, like I said, I appreciate you all taking time to come on. I appreciate all the people that came, stayed, went the whole time. Appreciate you all. Um, we'll be back here soon. Definitely post post springs and have some content. So uh, until then, I don't know if um, Jay's Lane, you got any final final words for people out there? No, I appreciate you for having us on. Appreciate it. And no problem, gentlemen. All right, guys. Thank you. Have a good one.